Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Kara Golden. Kara Golden is the Chief Executive Officer and founder of the San Francisco-based Hint Incorporation, which produces all natural essence waters with no sweeteners and nothing artificial. Kara started Hint to make it easier for consumers to lead a healthy lifestyle. Flavored only with natural fruit essence, Hint delivers refreshment without unnecessary additives and sweeteners. Kara has earned many accolades, with the recent being named one of the 40 women to watch over 40, recognized also by Forbes magazine. Women of the world, Ms. Kara Golin. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We, nice to be here. Yes, we are delighted to have you on our show as well, and I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear from you as well. So, Kara, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, that bridge between you and our listeners. Therefore, here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Let's start with your business. There might be people out there who wants to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Sure. Um, so I, I started Hint about eight years ago um, out of my kitchen in an effort to get myself healthier. I had been uh, drinking a tremendous amount of Diet Coke and uh, decided that I really wanted to move away from uh, drinking and eating uh, products that had uh, too much sugar or actually too many sweeteners, like at that time, aspartame, NutraSweet, and today it's Stevia, and um, really just wanted to get myself and my family healthier. And uh, for me, drinking plain water was really difficult. Not that I didn't want to drink uh, plain water, but I just found that it was very boring. And so I looked for this product on the shelf and couldn't find it, so I started making it at home on my own. I really like what you're saying, and I'm sure that will go extremely well with our listeners. But let me ask you a question. What was the defining moment that prompted the business startup in the first place and made you say, this is my business? I think just having a problem that I you know, had that I wanted to solve um, was was really kind of the defining moment. Um, I think that, you know, I've told many people who have, you know, dreams for their own business, I think that it's, you know, key to make sure that you're 
launching a company that is solving a problem and um, and not sort of a copycat product. Um, because if you're launching a copycat product, um, and especially if you're bootstrapping it with uh, with just your own sort of income um, to to start it as we did, um, it's uh, it's really um, very very difficult and um, and very very hard to sort of um, get out there in the marketplace and show why you're different if you're doing a copycat product. Now your business obviously has a bit. Um, found a need, you know. It, it found you found a need and filled it. So, can you tell our listeners what was happening in the marketplace and in your life at startup, and how do you feel that your business strategy rose to meet that need? Well, you know, as I mentioned, I mean, I was really just trying to eliminate a lot of the chemicals and um, and sort of bad for you ingredients that were in some of the products that I had in my own house, and so that was kind of the the key thing that I saw in my own life, um, but I think it's just um, finding a product that 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 I needed um, and that I could sort of, you know, solve that problem for myself and for others was was really the key point. Now, you, your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with the particular portion of our listeners. However, do I really like to know what was the compelling vision for your business that drove you to succeed day in and day out? You know, I think it's, it's I, again, I go back to sort of solving a problem um, in a very, very... Um, crowded industry of beverages is one of the big reasons why um, we've been able to be successful. Um, and also, you know, really living and breathing my story. Um, it's a true story. And, um, you know, that's, that's something that I think um, is, especially in today's day and age, when you're launching a product, that consumers buy Stories. They want to hear the story behind the product. Um, so I think that, you know, that's a key thing. It's not just uh, flavored water. It's There's a reason behind it, and there's a mission behind it to help people drink water and live a healthier lifestyle. And so our social mission is another major reason why I launched this product and, and basically the word of mouth factor because of the social mission has has really allowed us to um, to ele- elevate the product and elevate the sales of the product into the marketplace as well. Yeah, I read your story and that was really inspiring. And, and you're right, it is the story that that sells. Uh, and uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners resonate with that one. I'm, I'm especially uh, nowadays when you know when there's a lot of beverages like uh, the, the sugary beverage, beverages that are out there, and you just wanted to drink out, but you can't find an alternative. So I'm sure a lot of our listeners really resonate with your story. And now they see that okay, it is possible to drink water, but not just plain water, but has some flavor on it, knowing that it is healthy because there are no artificial sweeteners on it. It's a healthy alternative to to the sugary drinks out there. So thank you for sharing that one. I really appreciate that. Now, thank you. Yeah, and it's not just the, if I can just jump in, it's not just the artificial um, sweeteners. I mean, there's no sweetener in our products. So we use, you know, just the skins and oils of fruit 
Um, so just think putting slicing fruit and putting it in the water. Um, so, you know, we're, what we hear from our consumers is that we're really helping our consumers to drink the closest thing to water. And, um, you know, we really believe whether it's stevia or sugar, it's not really about the calories. It's about getting the sweet out of what you're drinking and allowing, you know, your, your system to really um, not crave sugar and um, not crave sweet. Yeah, absolutely. And it tastes really good. I mean, for those who are not really fond of water, this is a, the best alternative you can have. So you should try it out for those who haven't tried it. I'm sure a lot, um, a lot there are not too many because it's been so popular to, uh, I see them a lot out there and they are available everywhere. So for those who haven't tried it, you should try it. It's really good. Now, Thank you. And also available online, too, at drinkhint.com and also on Amazon if you don't have a Whole Foods or Safeway or Kroger in your area. There you go. There you go. No excuses anymore. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what did you do to set yourself up for success and what were some of the personal qualities that helped you to succeed in this business? You know, I think um, we, we joke in my family about, about sort of my life growing up that my dad always said about me, no means maybe, maybe means yes. And I think that that's been a very helpful uh, way to describe um, how I have built this company. And, um, and you know, when, when the large retailers like Starbucks, for example, initially say no, it's continuing to call them back and, and, really, um, and, and really continue to keep a relationship and, and develop your network. Um, because you just never know um, when, when that conversation that you had um, really sparks an interest based on that partner's overall changing, you know, philosophy on business. So, um, you know, that, that's really helped us to grow this business because we've certainly heard we hear no every day, but it's turning those no's into yeses. Absolutely. And you know what, one of the qualities that a lot of entrepreneurs have is tenacity, you know, the ability not to quit when faced with that situation. And it appears that you have Absolutely. that special quality. Absolutely. Yes. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And I'm sure you are no stranger to challenges as evidenced by, you know, some of the things that I've read about your business. Now, to get through those challenges takes a very special person, and our audience wants to know that special person in you. So, can you share our listeners what have been your biggest challenges and what enable you to overcome those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? You know, I think it's just always maintaining a positive attitude and seeing that, you know, with every no, um, it, it's just kind of like a puzzle piece. You have to figure out, like, how do I actually get that one to a yes? And it might not be tomorrow, but it might be, you know, in the case of Starbucks, for example, um, you know, we went into um, Starbucks a few years ago, and, uh, and you know, that definitely was a relationship that developed over a couple of years, and many no's 
um, with it, but I think it's just maintaining um, and have, maintaining that dialogue um, and knowing that you know you you shelve it for a certain period of time and put it back on your calendar for a few months later to reconnect and um, and then go after it again. And I think that that's you know that that's really what every good entrepreneur does. It's like you know don't don't get I, I can't say that there won't be bad days, but don't let those bad days get in the way of, of your overall, um, you know, success for, for your vision and uh, just keep going and just know that, you know, you'll find other things to, um, to work on and make progress on while you have some of those no's of today on hold until they become a yes. Absolutely. And I really resonate with what you said, because I am sure a lot of our listeners, especially those who are just starting out, that there, there will be no's, but the, the, the challenge will be to turn this no's into yes. And yes, what you've said, there are ways to turn this no's into a yes, first by building relationship in the long term and not quitting, not, not uh, saying, okay, when someone says no to you, that, that's the end of it. No, you keep building the relationship and keep going back and not quitting on it. So thank you for sharing that your perspective and your experience with that one because I'm sure a lot of our listeners resonate with that as well. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I think it's also just realizing, you know, with, with some of these no's that at times seem very hard to accept, I think it's, it's really understanding. I always look at those no's and try to figure out what am I learning today from that no? And, and how can I, why is that sort of happening to me right now? And sometimes you can't really answer those questions right now, but I think, again, it's, it's always leaving the meetings with a good um, relationship and a good perspective um, on sort of, you know, what their business needs are and how you could potentially meet those are really, really important. Awesome, awesome. Now, how do you, let's talk about maintaining your mental fitness and focus. You know, being a business owner such as myself, maintaining mental fitness and focus plays a key factor day in and day out. And this could mean many things to many people. In the business realm, the ability to stay fit and focused is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge is how to achieve and sustain it long term. So my question would be, how do you keep yourself mentally fit and focused day in and day out? I think there's a couple of things. I mean, I, I always start off my day um, with a hike. I, I live just outside of San Francisco in Marin County, and um, we... Uh, I, I always go out on an early morning hike um, with my two Labradors um, and usually my husband and, um, you know, for 45 minutes to an hour just to kind of think about the day and think, you know, positively about what I'm going to accomplish and sometimes talk through what I've got to get done for that day. Um, I think also I... I read and, and learn and, and, and mentored by a number of different um, entrepreneurs, um, or I should say read about a number of different entrepreneurs, because I feel like when I understand the challenges that they went through, although they might be different industries um, or, you know, different times, oftentimes it, I can 
find kind of a snapshot of how it relates to what I'm going through today. And I think when you when you see someone else who's gone through what you're going through every day to try and you know make your business and and your dreams happen it's it's very very helpful those are huge takeaways especially for other entrepreneurs out there or who even those who are just starting out that it is really important to keep ourselves mentally fit and focused and you're right doing these physical activities like your morning routine morning going on a hike in the morning and what and you think for yourself you kind of mentally picture your day uh, and think positive about them and envision how you are tackling those tasks for the day and you're right about reading and learning and mentoring from other people these are ways for us entrepreneurs to keep ourselves mentally fit and focused and energized and productive uh, to continue building this business that we have started or are thinking of starting. So thank you for sharing those ways that you are doing it yourself and I'm sure our listeners are learning from as well. Absolutely. Now let's talk about a topic that our listeners, particularly those who are just starting out or even those thinking about starting their own business are so eager to learn about and that is how entrepreneurs maintain a work-life balance. You know, maintaining a work-life balance is a real issue for business owners. The challenge with entrepreneurs really is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family. But regardless if you are living as a single person because you still have to develop that skill set that enable you to relate to other people you know and that business of yours i see it as there's some inherent challenges but you look upon them as opportunities so my question would be how would you look upon your business as a means to balance your life after work or do you carry work through your life you know our listeners really like to know your perspective about this yeah, you know, I think the the whole work life balance is um, is is interesting and challenging and and rewarding. Um, being in in sort of the the entrepreneur and the owner of the company. I mean, the beauty is is that of of my role today is that it's not a nine to five job, um, and it's somewhat flexible. Um, so I I know that I if for example I need to um, go to my child's school in the morning. I can go and do that. Um, but with that, I'm going to either have to get on earlier in the morning, um, you know, to sort of do emails or later at night to, after the kids go to sleep, to do emails. Um, and so I think while it's not, you know, a nine to five that I've got to be in and sitting at the office, I think it's um, definitely a um, there's flexibility, I guess, what I'm trying to say in in running your own uh, running your own business. I think that the other thing is is if you are doing a company like ours that is really um, on a social mission to help consumers uh, drink more water and get healthier, it's um, you know it really helps that you've got consumers that are writing to you every day and telling you that you're helping them to live the life that they're trying to lead and that they've had a, they've been either dealt or, or trying to, um, you know, figure out a way to, to lead that life. So, you know, for example, we have consumers writing to us every day that tell us that they, um, you know, want to drink more water and they have, um, they're pregnant 
and so they're trying to cut out the sweeteners. Or they have diabetes, and they've been looking for a product that helps them maintain their sugar level. Or they have stage 3 cancer, and they've been looking for a product that doesn't have sweeteners in it to get them through chemotherapy. So it's, you know, energizing emails like that that, that really help me to, you know, jump in and know that I've got, you know, a purpose and I... Um, and that there's a reason why I'm doing this product. So I think that my family also sees that happening and really, you know, feels like their mom is doing something that makes a difference, um, which is, you know, also really important, not only to them, but also to me to have children that see that. Yeah, absolutely. Now. For the sake of our listeners, what are some of the ways you use to maintain work-life balance that you know our listeners can learn from? I, it was hard to hear that one piece. Sorry about that. Yeah. For uh, yeah, yes, I was. I was. I said for the sake of our listeners, can you share them? What are your ways to maintain this work-life balance? So, for example, in your day-to-day life, how do you separate work when you are at work? What is it you are doing at work, and when you are off work? What are you focusing on your family? So things or ways that our listeners can learn from you on how they maintain this work-life balance on a day-to-day basis, especially when they, if they are thinking of going into business. So I think, you know, weekends, for example, um, I, I have four children, very active children. So there's a lot of things going on on the weekends that um, that I want to be a part of and they want me to be a part of. So I really, you know, try and get as much done during the week so that I've got the weekend so that I don't have to be focusing on Hint and can spend more time with them and, and really engage with them um, on their activities. So that's very, very important um, for me. That's one thing that I that I usually do. Every once in a while, it's um, not as possible, but for the most part, I, I try and maintain my weekends. I think um, also knowing um, in advance when my kids have activities that they need me for, whether that's after school or in the evening or in the morning, um, that I need to be a part of. I think that, um, you know, I, I actually schedule that in so that I understand um, you know, what is, what is needed. But with that, I may get up a little bit earlier or, you know, stay up a little bit later in order to make up for that time missed um, at work during that time. Wow, those are huge takeaways. And I like what you said about scheduling those events in advance. For example, for our listeners who are thinking about this and who have family, especially those who have kids, it's really important for you to put this events uh, for your kids on your calendar and then make time for those that way you can work uh, your way on, on them so for example uh, for example uh, on next next month you have um, a school event for your kids then you put it on your calendar so you can see and you can plan ahead and prepare for it so thank you for Absolutely. sharing that yeah i think that's really huge for our listeners to take home with now let's uh, switch gears and talk about your success. Your business financially appears to be doing quite well, and with that success, 
flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket while my mind feels like a billion, millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite would be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as entrepreneur, what's your feelings about success and what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? I think it's always celebrating the little wins, right? I mean, we as a company, we not only for me individually, but as a company, it's it's taking time to celebrate the little wins, whether you know the little win is getting more space on the shelf at a certain retailer or actually getting into a large retailer or, um, in our case, um, doing an employee manual. I mean, like, you know, just the little wins of things that we feel like we're making progress and recognizing that progress, not only in my own life, but also um, with the team um, is, is very, very important. So I think that that's, you know, to your point, you can be a billionaire and not be very happy or you can see that you're making progress um, along the way and really celebrating those things. So I think it's taking time to stop and, and recognizing how far you've come uh, and in our case, how oftentimes we're the ones that are, um, as entrepreneurs, driving sort of industry change and disrupting broken industries. And in our case, it's, it's uh, soda and it's, it's really going after um, the soda giants and the industry and uh, and making people more educated about what they're putting into their bodies. And while eight years ago when I told people that I was kicking the Diet Coke habit, many looked at me and, and sort of moved on to the next conversation. Today I talked to people about how I stopped drinking Diet Coke eight years ago. And uh, if they're still drinking their Diet Soda, they often apologize because they still have one or two um, but it's, uh, it's really, you know, I see the change and um, we, uh, we celebrate uh, the impact that, that we're giving on the industry every day. That is huge. And for our listeners, let me say that one again. Celebrate the little wins. And you're right, because when, you know, it's not just the big wins that we should celebrate. We should celebrate the smaller wins because that keeps us moving forward, that keeps us day in and out to weather the storm, especially when we face challenges. Those small wins will keep us on track, will keep us moving forward. So it's really important to celebrate those little wins, especially for for our listeners out there who are just starting their own uh, entrepreneurial journey. So thank you for your take on that. And you touched upon some of the, the future plans of your company. And I, I really love the fact that you introduced this hint product to this day and I seem to pick up some trends here on your business. So the, the question would be, what are some of your plans for the future um, of the company? So our, our main focus is it is really the same as it was since day one, which is helping more people to drink water. And unfortunately, plain water is boring for many. And so it's, it's really giving them access to a product that helps them to drink water and live a healthier lifestyle. And for us, that's, you know, getting in more stores where people have access to uh, our product, Hint, 
Um, and we, as I mentioned earlier, you can also buy it online through Amazon or through our own website, drinkhint.com. And um, many people are, are realizing what we're doing for helping them live a healthier lifestyle, whether that's, um, whether, whether that's uh, helping them to um, control um, some lifestyle like diabetes that they're trying to manage or um, helping them to lose weight, and they're just ordering it and delivering it right to their home. Um, and we have a subscription business service, too, that we're building out so people can put in the credit card once and then every you know, two weeks or every month have it delivered to their house, um, which is just a lot easier for a lot of consumers to, um, to do than uh, remembering to have this in their refrigerator um, every time they go to the store. So, um, so that's, you know, really the focus. I can't wait to see this uh, Hint products in every household across not only nationally, but internationally. I mean, being a nurse myself, I know, I mean, I have seen, I've dealt with a lot of patients uh, being a nurse myself. I see a lot of people suffering as a result of not putting their health as a priority. So by your, by having a product like you have, like yours, that is health and a healthy alternative, that you and you are providing um, an access to uh, to people to live a healthier lifestyle. I mean, if we have this on H- Absolutely. Right, exactly. I mean, having a product like this is really helping not only ourselves, but the society as a whole. So I really love um, your idea on this business and putting it out there for other people to, to benefit from so thank you thank you now uh, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice to other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be you know as entrepreneur yourself you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience so take it back to the past say you're gonna start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first back what would be your top three business advice and lessons learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you are headed at? I think the key thing is starting a business that you're passionate about um, because it's, you know, every day doing what, what you do as an entrepreneur or what other people do as entrepreneurs, whether that's actually selling physical products like us or services, you must be passionate and sort of and believe in it and love what you're doing because unfortunately you'll have a lot of people out there that are naysayers and you know and and as a human you need to be able to sort of you know believe in what you're doing um, and and obviously being human you get upset when people are um, naysaying what you're doing and I think if you have that um, really that starting point of of believing that this product is going to help people in our case or or you know in almost any case of, of uh, entrepreneurs that I've talked to that are doing something that makes a difference um, that really helps um, I think the second thing is really building a company culture around people that also believe in what you're doing. So if you look at the Hint employees um, that that we have nationwide, um, everybody really believes in in health 
and um, and really believes in what our mission is to help people um, drink water. And some employees that we have have um, lifestyle issues like diabetes or have had gastric bypass or something where they've seen that we've helped them personally to, to um, you know, live a healthier life. But, um, but I think overall building a company um, that has employees that are like-minded um, is, is very important. And third and final, I'd say that when and if you get investors involved in your company, um, that they also have the same, um, the, the same passion and, and purpose um, and understanding of what you're doing, because um, if you're aligned, that's what will help you to really um, grow this business in, in the right direction. Wow, what a huge takeaway. So let me reiterate the one for our listeners. So first, start a business you are passionate about. Second, build a company culture around people who also believe in your vision or and in your mission. And the third one, which is huge, is to get investors that also align with your company's vision and mission, which is really huge, especially for those who are thinking about um, getting being funded by, by other, by, by funding companies or like that, or getting in, investment from other companies, that they align with your vision as well, so that they can promote and you can, you can, ha- you can move this company uh, believing in the same mission or, or not, not, not uh, one area is, is contradicting with the other. And yeah, so it's really important that you find investors that are really aligned with your company's vision and mission. So for our listeners, those are huge takeaways. And thank you, Kara, for being generous in sharing those for our listeners' sake. Now, do you have happen to have a favorite business resource that you use in your business that is radically changing the way you do business? I would say um, advisors. I mean, I think also, you know, I talked about employees and I talked about investors, but I also think advisors that um, might not actually be in your same um, industry or space, but ones that um, that have been entrepreneurs and done it before. So, for example, some of my advisors that I've brought in to hint, um, one, one in particular is Leslie Blodgett, who um, who ran Bear Essentials. Um, she hasn't run a beverage company, but she's definitely done um, done something in uh, in you know an industry beauty, which sort of changed the the way people thought about how beauty is distributed, and really built a significant business on QVC. Um, so I I think you know having whether it's advisors or mentors to your business that have done something that you recognize as being, um, you know, impossible, different, um, are really, you know, helpful when, especially when you have a hard um, business problem in front of you that you need to solve. What's one favorite business uh, book that you can recommend our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Oh, I'm terrible with titles of books. Um, <laughs> let me see. Um, well, one in particular that I that I read recently is um, Porter Gale wrote this book, "Your Network Is Your Net Worth," which I um, full, fully believe in. That um, you know, it's really about 
um, continuing to build that network because you just never know when that network will be um, someone in that network will be useful to what you're trying to get accomplished. Absolutely. I love that book as well. Now, Kara, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you have done this, you have done that, but you also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero or superheroine, who is your favorite and why? Let's see. Um, I think underdog. <laughs> probably, probably my favorite. I feel I feel for him um, because he's uh, he's trying to stomp out some of the the evils very very similarly to what I feel like we're trying to do every single day as well. You have such a compassionate heart. Now tell our listeners. Oh, oh, by the way, there was one one last that I would like to ask for you. Oh, do you have to happen a, a a favorite success quote that you can leave our listeners with today? I'm sorry, I couldn't I couldn't understand that. Yeah, do you happen to have a favorite success quote that you can leave our listeners with today? Um. You know, I think there's a couple of them. I I love Allie Brown. Um, I think she's she's amazing, mm-hmm. and she really um, has definitely um, helped people to uh, to sort of get um, a, a clearer understanding of what they want to do and where their passion is. Um, Marie Florio, Flora, mm-hmm. Florio, sorry, um, is also another one that um, I've just recently um, come in contact, and I think she's terrific as well. Yes, Ali Brown and Marie Forleo, they are doing a lot of making difference to other people's lives. So absolutely. Absolutely. Now, yeah. Now share our listeners, what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more? I think that the main way is to go to drinkhint.com and uh, we have a um, email newsletter there that we update weekly um, that sort of talks about um, different trends that we're seeing, um, as well as um, not just within Hint, but also what else is going on outside around nutrition and and what inspires us. Um, and um, I'm writing more and more now for LinkedIn as well. So I'm one of the LinkedIn influencers. Um, so you'll hear from me um, at least every couple of weeks um, on that blog as well. All right. By the way, all the resources and the links mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com. All you have to do is just type in the name Kara Golden on the search bar and it will find it for you. So for those our listeners who are, weren't able to write that down, drinkhint.com, don't worry, I'm going to have them on the show notes, especially for you who are driving while you are listening to this. So Kara, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story and for being such a role model to many. And for today, for thank bringing... Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we are so delighted and women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you.
Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.